Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Hannah George and I'm a screenwriter. I'm joined by author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where absinthe meets arson, Negroni meets necrophilia, and Grand Marnier meets Grand Theft Auto. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. German Austria or maybe like Australia, Paris. I have not narrowed this down actually, now I say that loud. <laughs> it's weird, I found myself just constantly smashing my head against a wall, but that was a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of asking, we'll just ask drunk girls. <laughs> I got an egg spoon, I got an egg spoon, I got an egg spoon. <laughs> now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Hello and welcome to Drunk Women Solving Crime. This is our sixth lockdown episode. I'm not sure how many more there will be before we're able to see each other in person, but who knows? But most importantly, our guest for tonight is the brilliant Desiree Birch. Yay! Yay! Thanks so much for having me, drunkards. It's so great to be here. (laughs) Thank you for coming. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's so much better now that I'm talking to people and not just myself out loud constantly alone <laughs> in my apartment. So this is wonderful. I'm doing well. How is producing comedy in the time of COVID? How is it going? It wow. is weird, isn't it? It's weird. What the good thing about what I found about doing our podcast is that we all get home safe because we're yeah. all home, but yeah, <laughs> we're so already great. Home. No purse snatchings. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what if Pete was like, I didn't get home safe. You were in your bedroom. I know. 
Well, I was going to say, we keep joking about that, but the other night I have a table right outside of our office and I slammed my hip into it and I have a bruise. So it's uh, stuff is still oh, going down. Well, yeah, no, that's the thing. I definitely have been finding that I found every new corner and way to hurt myself inside of my home that I've never spent this much time in it. So like, I smashed my head into my wardrobe like two weeks ago. Oh, and it no. like, I mean, it's fine because I'm brown, so you couldn't see the bruise, but I could tell like it was turning different sort of purplish shades and I was just like that's I've lived here a year never done it I just I don't I don't know wow. and I, now I have a cat because I got her right before lockdown and so now she's constantly there to make me trip over her and then whine so that she can get more food um, it's a really good ploy if I lived with a giant I would do that all the time yeah it's weird I found myself just constantly smashing my head against a wall but that was a choice that's <laughs> Just to get the bad thoughts to quiet down for a minute. <laughs> I'm spending so much time with them these days. <laughs> but anyway, talking of crimes, the question we have on this podcast is, Desiree, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Well, yes, but like, I feel like I'm the victim of a crime that, so like, not like your mainstream crimes. I think because I am of a formidable size and shape, I don't get a lot of like, you know, teenage muggings happening at me because they're just like, mm, not worth it. Like, um, you know, like I've had like a, a sort of like a bag taken that like, but I was like a teenager oh. and I was at a bus stop, like not paying attention wow. and stuff like that. And so it was yeah. like, you know, it was like a big bag. And then I think I actually just left it behind and then it wasn't there when I came back. So that's like just, uh, I lost it because I'm a <laughs> okay. uh, But the, I would say, I guess the crime that I've been a victim of that, like, I think probably at least I would say 45% of the women who've been on your show probably have been a victim of is, you yeah. know, just randomly getting jacked off to on public <gasps> transportation. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what it's for. It's to get us to work and to get guys <laughs> off, apparently, at random <laughs> hours of the day. Um, and I mean, it like, I, I don't know how it works in London. This happened in New York City. Okay. Uh, where yeah, I mean, and it's just kind of a constant thing. Like, normally, it will happen late at night. There's not a lot of people yeah. in the car, you know, mm -hmm. or like, if you're nodding off, you might wake up to, you know, something like that. This yeah. was yeah. rush hour morning <gasps> traffic. Oh, packed train in the morning. I was lucky enough to get a seat because I was coming in from Queens and you got to like, you know, you got to like play your angles and racially profile the train to figure out who's getting off first. You know, like, cause you're like Lexington and 59th is my first opportunity. And all these white suit, suit, like white people in suits are going to get off there. So like, that's my shot. And like, you have to position yourself. So I'd done that. I'd gotten a seat, right? I sit down and it's one of those, like, you know, they have the L sort of shape. It's like, you know, three against the wall and two jutting out. So I'm here on the one jutting out on the corner. I'm sitting there. Oh, the jutting out ones are horrible. Yeah, about you're those. just at risk. You're just out in the breeze waiting <laughs> for anything to come at you. Almost literally. <laughs> and this dude, it was like this super tall, like, I mean, packed. Like, people were packed. This guy was holding onto the pole, right? I would say, like, tall, middle-aged black dude, you know, like, wearing sort of, like, basketball jersey and, like, shorts or whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever, right? And he's holding onto the pole. And it takes me, because I've got headphones in I'm totally zoned out and like my head is right staring ahead sort of like through him and it takes me a while to realize that like the whole time he's like bashing his dick against the pole 
Oh! It looked like, because he was wearing two sets of shorts, right? So the first one closest to him was black, and the outside one was yellow. And so I thought, like, it was like a, well, we call them fanny packs in the States, like a bum bag, like, in front, right? You know, like, it was, because, like, you know, he's wearing the other ones lower, and so it's just, oh, he's sagging, whatever. And it's like, why is he bashing his fanny pack against the thing? And I was like, that's his dick. Like, first of all, congrats on your package, dude. But also, like... (laughs) Like, and then I just started like zoning in on the, I'm like, is that his, you know, cause you can't believe it's happening to you when yeah. it's happening. I'm staring at it. And like, I can start to see like, it's starting to bubble out of the mesh of the shorts. Oh, like, yeah, I know it's, it's revolting. Right. So I'm I'm just like, is this happening to me on a crowded Tuesday morning, 930 yeah. train right now? And so I'm sitting there and I like start, I have my headphones on and I start to pull my headphones off to say something and he sees me and he's like, sorry, sorry. And he's waving at me like, oh, and I was like, okay, I guess I won't say anything now. But then he goes back to doing it. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like, what? Because, you know, he was relying on my silence on a rush hour train. Wow. And then also I know from having done, you know, dominatrix work and other kinds of stuff that like some people get off to the humiliation right. or whatever. So yeah. it's just like, I don't know what the appropriate response would yeah. have been to that in the moment to like not give him any sort of satisfaction. Like by the time I was taking them off again, he right. just started off at the next stop. Oh, wow. But, like, I was like, I haven't even had breakfast yet. Like, I have a coffee and a bagel in my hand. Can I please just finish the bacon, egg, and cheese before I get beat off to? Like, this isn't even... I need uh, I need nutrients to deal with this shit. Like, I'm not ready for it, you know? Like, I use the commute oh, to, like, get ready to face the world. It was just, like, all up there. And I'm not responsible for your morning wood. Anyway. No. So oh, that I happened. have a question. Uh, um, yes, anyone... I have an answer. <laughs> Will you take questions? Thank you. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> like, did anyone else notice on the crowded I train? I don't think so. I mean, that's so like main city, major city, like commuters are just like in their oh, own world, like trying not to make a blind any eye, eye contact, whatever. I don't think so. Like I did, well, I went to go, you know, take the headphones off the first time and then yeah. he was like, whatever. And it was such like a little micro thing that I don't think anybody right. else was looking or was like reading a book, <laughs> listening to whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I don't think so. I think the second time I just went like, dude. And then like the doors open, like it happened to be at a stop and he just bolted. And then so okay. I'm just looking like the crazy woman saying dude to nobody. <laughs> Which Whoa. I should have done earlier, because then I definitely would have gotten two seats on the train, obviously. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I was just like, you can't take your eye off this fucking city for a minute, can you? <laughs> just yeah. acting up all the time. So, yeah, I mean, like, it's weird, because it's like, you know, if you start thinking about the times things like this have happened to you, you're like, oh, wow, so many that I blacked out. But that one was just so memorable. Because yeah, of the like, double short situation, like, he had really, you know, he'd really yeah. prepped for this yes. in a way that I was not anticipating at that time. Yeah. The double shorts action is for some yeah. reason, that's an extra layer of disturbing right? yeah, right. <laughs> story. Like, he needed it to hang up high enough so that he could get it, which means like he walked out with an agenda when yeah. he left yeah. his house. Right. And like, he's this a Steelers a- fan from the yeah. sounds of it, which is <laughs> like, there's too much happening yes. here. <laughs> I wish before he'd run off the train, he would have been like, go Raiders! And then just like, <laughs> <laughs> It's like, okay, I guess it's a sports thing now. Forget it. Uh, anyway, yeah, that one among the others sticks out in my memory so much. I, I just quite haven't figured it out. But yeah. 
there's something about it being the morning as well isn't it because you don't Thank think to you. yourself yeah Thank you don't you. think oh that guy's got a busy day ahead of him no yeah you just <laughs> <laughs> oh I, like i was just like at nighttime i would have been i don't know i would have felt more prepared or ready like i just i'm not even awake or conscious in that time mm. like i yeah. need that whole commute to get to a place of being at all a human and i was just like ma'am can i just have this I just felt like, oh, there's, a, there's an antisocial time addition to that. Yeah, like you said, post 11 a.m. If like the a pubs are open, then you can start doing that. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's a correlation. Yeah. Like McDonald's <laughs> breakfast rules. That's yes. yeah, McDonald's no, is yeah. still serving breakfast. Don't wank in my yeah, face. You they... get an egg McMuffin, no dicks. <laughs> and then... Then we can get them to extend their breakfast hours, which is really the <laughs> ultimate goal of all of this. Because sometimes I want a damn McMuffin at noon, McDonald's. <laughs> oh, ma'am. Ma'am. Well, one thing we ask on the podcast is we ask, like, if you could see that person now and say something to them, what would you say if you saw him now? I mean, it seems weird when we ask about people that have right, of essentially course, their dick it's just out. kind of, I would like, just be like, dude, no, have some respect. <laughs> Look for someone who has finished their coffee before you <laughs> Okay? Okay? You see an empty coffee cup between their feet on the floor. Now it's fine. It's a good job. Yeah. For the no bueno. Uh, I mean, I guess I was thinking afterwards, too, of like what, you know, obviously, if you go like, hey, buddy, fuck you, blah, 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 blah. Like, maybe yeah. they wanted that attention. So I was like, I think mm. the only thing to like make them not get off to it is to act super confused. Just be like, yeah. is that is that like your dick or your fanny pack? Are, are you? How do you masturbate on a pole? Like, if you just act like a five year old, like dumbass, maybe they feel like so stupid, like they don't get off to it. Because like, I just worried that afterward he was like getting off to like exhilarated high of it, and I just wanted to make sure that he had blue <clears throat> balls for the remainder of that day because yeah. he messed up my breakfast. Shame that out of the wank bank. Yeah, exactly. And not like sexy shame. Embarrassed. Yeah, yeah exactly. And everyone's like, ha ha, you didn't get to come. You're stupid. Ha ha. Like that would have been great. That, yeah. I love I that like the that. only thing that we can think of that men can't get off on is like just questions just any yes, kind of question yes. I think that's it actually I, yeah I mean you should oh, always genuinely great yeah. whistle and questions always carry them with you it's great <laughs> list yeah. <of> questions <laughs> That's so good. Oh, this Jason. really feels like a revelation because I was sitting there going like, oh, you just, you don't know which card to play because if humiliation is yeah. part of the fetish, then you can't contribute to that having your natural response, but that you don't want to chance it and be like, ooh, I love this. What could you possibly hope to gain from this right now? <laughs> is, this, is this how you want our Lord and Savior to find you when he comes back? <laughs> I mean, maybe not those questions, but like, I don't know. They're probably better ones. Where do you get your shorts? Are those quality shorts? Are they a cotton blend? Or It's like, oh my God, I saw those same ones at Sports Direct. My grandpa wears them all the time. Yes. <laughs> Always like, would a box of Trivial Pursuit questions work? I don't know. I... <laughs> In the 1984 Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, we are all going to go back to public transport a lot more informed thanks yes, to this, yes, this yeah. little chat. Right, we're going to have questions. Yeah. We're going to have isn't some that, questions. Like little conversation starters, like for parties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
mean, I think people will be so desperate for conversation when people are like more Actually, like, yeah, right. Because even now, people are just like, I'm on a walk, and some guys like, hey, yeah, walk it. And what I was, I was <laughs> yeah. like, like yeah, like his cat call game is all off, and he was just like, <laughs> it was half cat call and half just desperate for human contact. And I was like, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, um, (laughs) (laughs) let's move on to the part of the podcast where we talk about true crime. So the crime we're discussing today has got a proper old school murder mystery um, feel to it. We've got drugs, we've got alcohol, adultery, a false confession, and a man found bludgeoned to death in an armchair in his drawing room. Oh, shit. This will be on Netflix in a week. Uh, Yeah. I don't know why it isn't already (laughs) there. There's no no tigers, I think that's what it is. (laughs) Um, So let's meet the main players of this story. Firstly, we've got the victim, which is Francis Mawson Rattenbury. He was born in Yorkshire and sailed from England, aged 24, to seek his fame and fortune as an architect. Um, Where do you think he went? Who was hot for architects in 1824? 1824? Uh, Fuck. Yeah. uh, I mean... Um. Huh. Interesting. I mean, he could have gone to. Uh, were people going to North America at that point on boats? Were they making journeys that long? I guess. So. I mean, obviously, people were getting on boats far before that, but we won't bring. It <laughs> but like, I mean, as far as like seeking a new life, I think immigration yeah. maybe was starting. He could have been like, oh yeah, you know, like they're looking for everything there because they just have you know a, yeah. a bunch of dead bodies they're building over, so they need us to like. They need build buildings. Something. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he could have gone to New York and built anything. But I guess, I don't know why, like, if it were Europe, Austria came to mind. I feel like they would have yeah. been progressive or artistic and like, yeah, come here and build things. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm thinking of kind of like German, Austria, or maybe like Australia, Paris. I have not narrowed this down, actually. Now I <laughs> We've got four corners of the... the- yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to throw Panama into the hat. (laughs) He was a man with a plan to go build a canal. (laughs) Did you say what the mode of transport was? Oh, boat. I said he he sailed. You said sailed, okay, specifically. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's the U.S. And also armchair. So I'm going to double down on the U.S. there because that (laughs) feels like... We've always been the kings of armchairs, right? <laughs> Americans would claim everything. Yes, it's like, I, and we're, we're even though we've always been a democracy, we're totally the kings of everything. <laughs> I'm an armchair king. Um, I'll put yeah. you in your misery. It was close to the U.S. It was Canada. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Canada. for architects. People yes, taste. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, specifically it. British Columbia. Um, it went very well for oh. Ranbury. Uh, he was very oh. successful and designed all sorts of buildings, including the luxurious Empress Hotel. He got married and had two children. But at the age of 56, so some sort of 30 years later, he met someone in the bar of the Empress Hotel and it changed Whoa. the course of his life. Who do you think that could be? Mm. The bludgeoner. <laughs> yes. The bludgeon well, so hang As on. she was known. Uh, so 1824 plus 30 is 1854. Uh, mid 1850s, yeah. 1860s. Eight, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I, I, maybe this says something about me. I feel like this might have been a bait and switch. Like he, I don't, well, Ooh. I don't know. He either, okay, in my head, 
it's one of two things. He either met like mm-hmm. a woman that was like either like a pretty woman or like a woman that was hired by somebody to go like, Ooh. you know, try to find a mark or whatever for oh. a murderer, you know, cause honey trap. Yes. There you go. Um, I don't know. Or just somebody who was kind of shystery and who was talking a big game about like, well, what he could do with people's money and investments or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. I automatically went romance, but you didn't say that. We don't know what the nature of the relationship Mm. was. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Like a guy in his 50s, he meets someone in a hotel. You think like, oh, there's some exciting younger woman. This is like the first thing. Yeah, you just think it's a Woody Allen film. Do his films end in murder? <laughs> Actually, well, they should. There's a few with the mafia. I can't yeah, remember now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Katie, do you have any advance on we've got, well, we've got sort of like some, I guess, sort of con men, oh. mafia guys, or a, a younger um, I, love interest? I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on what Desiree said. And it's somebody that wants him to invest in, he, they want him to invest in like either electricity or the railroads. Yeah, yeah, that's a yes. good shout, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, ironically, it was genuinely the first thing anyone thought of. It was a, it was a honey younger, trap. well, okay. it, not necessarily a honey trap, but it was a younger, oh, it's beautiful. it's a Woody Allen film. Yeah. Well, it's a Woody Allen film. Is she, it's is a Woody she 17? Allen film. <laughs> she is a divorce. <laughs> Yeah, right. she's 17 and he is a corpse is that the way that works yeah is it, is it that it's, one? it's his stepdaughter no it is <laughs> an exotic young woman <laughs> it's Alma. she like begs him to have sex with her and at first he's like no but then she's like oh Oh, okay. If you really, really want me to have sex with you, then I will have sex with you, even though I'm really old. Sorry, I got distracted. (laughs) The heart wants what it wants. (laughs) And it um, wants younger women. (laughs) (laughs) Almost 100% of the time. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was Alma Pakenham, who was a divorcee half his age. So she was half his age. Uh, She was 26, I believe, or 23. Um, So they fell in love, had an affair, and apparently uh, talk of scandal was rife. Uh, Mm. There was apparently orgies and dope parties. (gasps) Oh, wow. That's that's more than just an affair. Yeah. That's a whole scene. That's a whole, like, remember your whole life before, okay, that's trash now. We're just throwing it out, (laughs) taking a sharp left turn into orgy sex opium den. Yeah. That's your life now. Like, what? (laughs) I know, I know. Yeah, apparently. Well, if you're going to go scandal, go big or go home. I mean, I, know, I love it. And the biggest scandal is actually like once the affair became public knowledge, Rattenbury was like, he was run out of town. You can't be having an affair in and British And that was Columbia. worse than opium and orgies. Well, I, this is where it sort of doesn't quite make sense because I just think like you can't be like, oh yeah, no, he's the guy that hosted that great orgy. But yeah. you hear this. <laughs> but, well, I mean, also he's... if you are having an illicit affair, maybe don't go out to orgies like <laughs> with a bunch of other people. Like you're, you're going to be seen. Yeah, jeez. Like this yeah. is why guys are terrible cheaters. They're just like flagrantly <laughs> like, nothing bad yeah. will ever happen to me. And it's like, it's all going to come crashing down. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your wife knows. Her friend was at that orgy. Orgy, yeah. <laughs> the, the friend that your wife is fucking was at that orgy. At the That's how she found out. So the, the couple, they ran off and, well, they got, you know, got divorces and ran to another country. Where do you think that will do? I'll give you a clue. They um, ended up by the seaside 
I don't know if I that mean, helps at all. If they ran, I could. They could only run to America because by the time you get yeah. to Mexico, your legs give out. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, more, more figuratively, like, like what? Because <laughs> uh, I mean, if they're in British Columbia, all I know that's there is Vancouver, but there's like some other cities there, right? I mean, you said run, but they could have set sail. But like, they did, the, yeah, yeah, okay. they, they, they weren't just on so, foot. So okay, Russia, because apparently we can see that from Alaska. So Russia. <laughs> Ooh, Russia. They have armchairs in Russia. Yeah, they do. (laughs) They have very pretty armchairs in Russia. Very elegant. Er, where do you go if you've had an illicit affair with a woman half your age? Again, I'm going to go with the U.S. Yeah, it's kind (laughs) of the only thing that makes any sense. Do you know what? I'm going to say he went to Paris because I'm going to stereotype Europe and say, ah, they'd be fine with affairs and they'd be be welcome. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I want to make sure I offend everyone. Yeah, let's (laughs) offend as many continents as possible. (laughs) All those Parisian Woody Allen fans are going to be I think they went to Antarctica because you know those penguins are down and dirty <laughs> I don't know. and you were probably never going to get this because it's so weird but it was um, Bournemouth in the UK oh wow <laughs> it was like nah, that's script. the Come swingers back. wow yeah. oh wow. seaside and then Katie obviously didn't hear me because she was like Paris <laughs> oh yeah I'm bad at listening <laughs> so oh imagine being like pitched on like we're gonna go to the seaside and then you show up and you're like Oh, Bournemouth. <laughs> you know what? Oh, to okay. be fair, Bournemouth has a spearmint rhinos, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> he probably started it, you know, with all the yeah. orgies yeah. and opium deaths. He took all that money. And- <laughs> Although, like, mainly Bournemouth is, like, famous for having really old people living there, isn't it? It's one of the places that people retire to. Yeah, so know, I think old people are the biggest swingers out there. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah. So. yeah. Have you Maybe they started that. They could have been the original swingers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, because right. they could. Yeah, because the, by now it was probably about. Oh gosh, nineteen, eighteen. No, I don't know. Katie's trying to do but it. I mean, he's in his sixties <laughs> at least. I'm, She's like thirty. I'm, yeah, I'm not even trying. I'm just pretending to do it. Like, I'm <laughs> like I to do it. I'm like, oh. yeah, yeah, that's what I would have got too. <laughs> um, it was eighteen eleventy-five when. <laughs> 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 What's his nuts? <laughs> yeah so just to give you a little bit more background on alma who we met in the in the bar she was from british columbia um and she was an accomplished musician had already been married twice she married at 19 um and followed her husband to england where she signed no where he signed up to be in the army in world war one oh um, okay wait well wait so we are in 1914 yeah so we we this is this is like earlier on because um they met when she was like to be honest I, I think I've got but some of the numbers wrong. 18, I don't yeah, think it wait was a least. second. How did her first husband go off to? This is eighteen fifty. Did he go yeah. off to some but other? She was weird nineteen. War? Did you give us his birth date? Wait, no, wait. So if, um. <laughs> if, if in eighteen twenty four Rattenbury went to Canada, yes. So he was fifty six. So that was about thirty years later. Eighteen fifty. Oh god, none of the yeah, okay, yeah. None of these dates make sense. I might have got the wrong (laughs) I mean unless her first husband was quantum leaping to put it right where it once went wrong and then suddenly did he have a friend named Al? Do you know what I think I've given you a bum steer with eighteen twenty four because there's no way it was that nineteen twenty four? 
Does that now make this <laughs> oh, a different maybe? Yeah, it. and then she'd Although, be done with her first husband. 1924, who wasn't having an orgy in America at that point? I mean, I was yeah. in Canada, but surely that had to spill over at some point. You know, everybody yeah. was like, mm. yeah. That'd be... Guys, yeah. it, was, it was 1924. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, Do you know what? That all that all works a bit better because I was struggling with the architect thing. Not that there weren't. It, I just don't think it was quite the same thing a hundred years earlier. I don't know, guys. I don't this know. Is, this is the first time in a drunk women episode that our knowledge of maths and history has zeroed in what we're supposed to be talking about <laughs> i'm sorry it well was nice the problem it turned out was me um so apologies but no, yes world war one so this this checks out now so at 19 her husband signed up for the army for world war one and he died in the battle of the somme um, oh wow God. yeah and so the war was still raging when he died and um Alma joined up to do something as well. What do you think that was? What do you think a woman could have done within World War One? Making ammunitions, being a nurse. Being a nurse, yeah. making ammunitions. Those are pretty much the things, right? Yeah, sorry, I jumped in really fast. <laughs> no, 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 but I mean, like, well done. I feel like those were the things that you could do, right? Or like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 you couldn't be you couldn't be Bette Midler yet, right? <laughs> like, that wasn't... <laughs> yeah. They weren't doing that yet. Can't tick that box. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she joined the Scottish Ambulance Unit and worked behind the French lines. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah, so some proper yeah. kind of proper yeah. shit that she saw okay. and her bravery. This is some harrowing stuff. No yeah, wonder they want to fuck everybody. Yeah, yeah, seriously. She's like, I got to come back and smoke and fuck and smoke some yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And her bravery led to her being awarded the um, Croix de Guerre, uh, which was a leading French medal. So, cool. she, you know, we're talking, she's. Okay. She's this, wow. this, this woman, this pretty brave some, woman. Some heroes and in also this. Also makes sense that she would go for someone way older than her because he's definitely not getting drafted uh, anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> that is a stable man at that point. You're in your 50s. Yeah. <laughs> so then she married again, got divorced, and was supporting herself as a musician when she met Rattenbury. She, um, she was supporting herself as a musician. <laughs> I think this is the story. <laughs> <laughs> She was on piano and guitar. Somebody <laughs> wanted to pay a woman yes. to, to do music. Yes. <laughs> um, so if we cut to when they're living in Bournemouth, this is several years later, and after a few years, things start to turn sour between them and they end up sleeping. Because she was like, why am I in Bournemouth? Why would you do this to me? I thought you yeah. loved me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry if anyone's from Bournemouth. I'm sure people are. <laughs> so, yeah, things do not go well for our couple there. Um, yeah, so they're not only sleeping in different beds, but on different floors. Um, wow. Can you imagine having a house that big? What? Yeah, I was just thinking. <laughs> that was some sick property they got, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shit. I'd do that now if I had the room. Yeah. <laughs> that is the dream. It's like, I love you, but only when you're upstairs. Yeah. You can't hear snoring even with earplugs then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so everything changes once again when they put an advert in the local paper. <gasps> what do you think they put an advert looking for? Swingers! A th- uh, yep, a third. I was just kidding. <laughs> Can you do that in 1920-whatever? or Yeah, what year? Yeah, what would the yeah. code words be? like? They would have been like, live in au pair for no children. <laughs> 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 yeah was it for some kind of help 
Wait, wow. like a renter? Like a housekeeper dogging. or... <laughs> just an ever that just says dogging, exclamation point. <laughs> yeah, in it makes sense number. in about a hundred years. <laughs> if you know what this is, meet us by that roadside thing. <laughs> And if you don't, we'll explain it to you. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And, and then if you're still not into it, then fine. Yeah, if you have a sense of fun, come meet us. <laughs> well, this makes it sound a bit more sinister, actually, with this. But it says oh. uh, they were looking for a daily willing lad. Oh, God. Wow. Um, oh, God. I, but but this is specific. A no, daily, daily willing, willing lad for housework, scout trained preferred. DWL, uh-huh. I'm feeling it. Hmm. Scout training bad. preferred. Yeah. Like, I guess he can tie knots, I mean. Tie yeah, knots, right? yeah. Starting oh, God. Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> can start skin a, f- a rabbit? <laughs> Maybe that's what your guy on the train was trying to do, is just start a fire. Which is <laughs> just, just rubbing Not it. The- There's just like, he's like, well, it is wood, so I'm just... And it's like, but the poor <laughs> metal. Come on, guys. Yeah. Uh, but- <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I think okay, so a willing lad, like, do you think he was uh, Britain's earliest cuckold? Do you know what I mean? Was he the guy who like Ooh. wanted the young guy to come around and do some handiwork while the wife's like, and he'd uh, watch? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, this and is the thing. No. It could be for him. It could be code yeah. for. It's a difficult one because it's it's kind of like whether or not they meant for this to be a sex thing but of course <gasps> it soon turns into a sex thing oh, so they meant it to you be you can't have a willing lad with a wife who is 30 years younger than you without him being willing to bash your wife like just yeah. all morning and all afternoon so and like also there's no netflix everyone is actually going to read this paper and have a good laugh at this and go oh my god they, they're sex people mm-hmm. let's join in if we're sex people oh man i love sex people can that be the title of something i just love sex people <laughs> Yeah, there's people in there's sex people. <laughs> I mean, and we are, we are in fact sex people. So. I don't know if you know Always this, but we're, uh, we're sex people. <laughs> if you're willing. Yes, ever, you're a willing lad. Every day. He was, he was, he was apparently quite shy and retiring. And the lad that at the beginning. Yeah, because yeah. I think, to be honest, I don't think, if this was a code, I don't think he thought it was a code. 
Um, he just needed a job. Well, the lad money. that replied. So. The lad that replied. He was 18 years old. Um, but the thing is, they did ask for a willing lad between 14 and 18. So I think what? part of me thinks that they were probably yeah. actually looking for wow. the daily lad. This and then, sounds yeah. like yeah. a female Woody Allen film now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wendy Allen. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the third player in the story is 18-year-old George Stoner. Nice. Who, yeah. I mean, that's exactly the kind of willing lad you want around your house. Just like Matthew McConaughey. You're like, hey, will you kill my husband for me? All right, all right. You know, like, that's what you want. <laughs> Doing the fixing up around the house. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he could also... <laughs> He could also drive, um, so became the family chauffeur. And within two wow. months, uh, he was living at the house. And my w- okay. next question was, do you think there's anything else going on? But I think yeah, we know. We, we all <laughs> yeah. know what else is going on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I mean, unless the husband's banging him, in which case that would have been a cool sort of like left field situation. But yeah, like, yeah, like this guy's getting extra wages. <laughs> whether, he, whether he's uh, signed up for that. Yeah, I mean, they asked for someone 14 to 18. They were not paying him well to begin with. No, this is true. They're they're exploiting young, vulnerable uh people. uh Is it both of them or just the wife? Well, that's the that's the thing. Is it is just the wife? The wife starts oh. having an affair with him. Oh, really? Okay. If she cheats with you, she'll cheat on you. Am I right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I had that in a film once. I was like, love it. So yeah, they started having an affair. Although apparently Rattenby had told Alma a year or so before that she could just start living her own life because things were going so badly. Oh, so they were right. They're just yeah. they're, they've they've consciously uncoupled. Yeah. Well, he's like, you've got your whole floor. I I don't need to know what yeah. happens there. If he needs to go up and fix something, then he's got to fix it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Darling, should we have a baby? Would that make you happy? No, but a fourteen to eighteen year old <laughs> boy. <laughs> Might cheer me up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did cheer her up. He would creep into her room at night. But before long, um, Stoner started to get incredibly jealous of any time she spent with her husband. Um, oh. and they Stoner, sort of, come on. I know, yeah, they'd arranged to sort of go away because the guy at this point, he was quite a sort of, um, Rattenbury was quite apparently a, a sort of a depressive, quite sort of, not nasty character, but... A couple of things I read about him was that he wasn't very nice to deal with in business and he was quite... He He was like a a broody Heathcliff type of guy. Yeah. Right. mm, Brilliant and like dark and... ah, ah. And so they were planning to sort of go away just to see some friends for a weekend and Stoner got very, very jealous. And what do you think happened next? We can't have gotten to the murder just yet, right? is Is the assumption that Stoner bludgeons the husband in a fit of jealousy... Okay, that's that's Katie's take. Okay. It feel it feels like that's what it's ramping up to, but I feel like that may be a mislead, and that's not what happened. Yeah, this I feel like it could be a mislead. Like I could be. It feels like he could get into a fight with uh, Alma, and Ooh. then she could just be like spurn him and like send him away, and then it's yeah. he's gonna go like really pressure cooker insane. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's not completely of sound mind because he's taken this job in the first place. <laughs> Yeah, or they just take him on the trip. Maybe it was a trip to an orgy. I don't know. Ooh. What was the weekend? What was the weekend away for? <laughs> That's a very good point. Very good point. Um, Taylor, have any eighteen-year-old boys ever been in love with you? And what did they do? <laughs> yeah. How did that go? Totally. A couple. When I was the same age, there was one. Um, I, 
trying to connect what you said at the beginning that there's a false confession because I'm trying to think who in this scenario is that somebody we haven't met yet who gets you know arrested on suspicion blah 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 or is that somebody in this because it feels like the boy's going to be the most likely one to be like bullied into a confession but maybe not so, do you know what I mean like Alma actually does it but she makes him yeah take right. the rap take the rap because yeah does she have higher status than him if she's posh yeah i mean they had a bit of money he's a man but she's posh or whatever i mean she pays him his four pounds a month or whatever he makes doing the work for her and then you know (laughs) gives her gives him the tips you know so like she definitely has status and power okay so she can do that to him but he is the jealous one so as soon as you bring up a jealous character i always think they're the murderer you know yeah yeah well, I shall tell you, um, it was murder that happened next. It was on the evening of March 24th, 1935, not 1835. Um, <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, it was actually 2035. <laughs> oh, guys, we just to pat, pat ourselves on the back again for knowing when World War One was. I yeah, mean, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, I think well, we get to take that. Yeah. We're laughing Penises. and we're learning, aren't we? Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so Alma went to bed. About 15 minutes later, Stoner joined her. Um, he said he was in trouble but couldn't say why. Oh, uh, boy. She but he just groan. stroked her face and left blood all over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let her fill in the blanks. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty much like that, that she heard a groan from downstairs and ran oh. downstairs and found her husband slumped in the armchair covered in blood. Oh, oh shit, um, okay. So in what do you think armchair. was the... In the armchair, <laughs> like I say, it's very Cluedo, very kind of. It's what, very Cluedo. What do you think was the first thing Alma did when she saw this? We gotta Ooh. hide this body. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I think she jumped I, on side really quickly. I don't have the measure of Alma yet, so she's a hero that saved people in ambulances. Yeah. But she's also a swinger that likes opium. And yep. she is she's a musician, ha- so never she's trust. She's a musician, so she's maybe she's a bit. <laughs> She's kind of bohemian, so yeah, so maybe maybe she's got survival over morality. So yeah, maybe hide the body. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Taylor? I think that checks out. I don't think she's going to be, she's not going to be too freaked out by it because she's seen a lot in her time. So it feels like she's going to be more practical okay. about yeah. it. We'd like her very much because she, the first thing she did was drank some neat whiskey. <laughs> wow. She just went straight to the drinks cabinet and was yeah. just like, have that. And then she called wow. for the maid. The maid ascertained that Rattenbury wasn't actually dead at that point, uh, so they called for the family doctor. Wait, we oh. were training. She didn't even take a pulse. She just yeah. <laughs> went like, for the whiskey and made that. someone else do I that. wouldn't touch him when he wasn't covered with blood, so I'm certainly not doing <laughs> 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 yes, yeah, I don't have really to do point. this now. There's not a war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the the police turn up um, after the um, the doctors turn up. Take him. Okay. Oh, so she goes by up. the book. Well, I don't know whether the maid called the police or. Um, oh, okay. I'm not sure what happened, but the police turn up. Um, and what do you think the first thing Alma did when the police turned up? Offered them whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty good. It's like you're going to need it to see this scene. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. She's like, you're not going to believe it. He was coming up the stairs and then just kept falling up and up and up the stairs and then back down and he landed in the armchair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, instead of the staircase, it's going to be the armchair. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. See? There was an owl. <laughs> um, 
Um, I just, I just don't think she's gonna cover for this guy. Like he's a sex toy, but she's not gonna go down. Da- like not I think go down she'll, then, yeah. no, she's gonna, yeah, throw him I right will under tell the you bus. No, apparently, she would lavish him with gifts, and she was quite into this. She was quite into okay, him. Okay, but mm. really, she lavish him in gifts while he was rotting in prison for the crime that she. Well, this is <laughs> this is did, yeah. Oh my god, did she give a false confession to save this 18-year-old? Well, wow. How good when... was that dick armor? <gasps> She's dickmatized. Come oh. on. I mean, I mean, I guess if it's that McConaughey dick, you know, it could be like <laughs> just lead pipe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, when the police turned up, apparently the first thing she did um, was tried to kiss the policeman whilst downing more whiskey. Oh, Whoa. shit. Yeah. Oh, she was all over the place. She was smashed by the time they arrived. Um, wow. Which, wow. you know, uh, more power to oh, her. You, you can't take a confession off a... Well, I mean, I know they did in those days, but yeah, you shouldn't right. take a confession really off a shouldn't. drunk person. Well, she didn't confess then because actually, Desiree, you were spot on. And she said that maybe her husband had fallen over. <laughs> He got so oh, drunk, wow. he just fell over, over in a baseball bat-shaped pattern against his head. Yeah, like, literally so unlucky. <laughs> yeah, into, into an armchair, like, <laughs> She really was drunk. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, oh, so boy. The police didn't buy it, they didn't buy it at all, um, and four <laughs> days later, Rattenbury died, so he died of his injuries, hence why oh. it's murder. Yeah. Um, four but- days later? Four days later, yeah. yeah they died yeah. slow oh, back in those days. They were still yeah. hanging on. Ew. Yeah. Not nice. Um, slow bludgeoning death, not nice. So now we come to the false confession, and the false confession was Alma. She confessed to protect Stoner. Uh, so wow. what do you think What do you think she said? What did she say to the police about the murder? Why did she do it? Did she oh, claim he was, he was abusive to me? Like he, okay. you know, you don't understand. He smacked me right. around all the time, and he became terrible. And you know, you know him. Everybody knows he's broody and and a jerk. And like he just yeah. took it out of me. I couldn't take it anymore. Okay. Yeah. Actually, if he's got a bad reputation, she can sell that. Yeah. Yep. Like yeah, she's gotta she's gotta make it sound like she's a victim so that she doesn't get hung and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> But yeah, oh man, Taylor's dark. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Like you know, he's tried to kill me. I was just defending myself. And mm. yeah, I mean, oddly, she goes down a slightly different path. Um, That's she's... good because I don't like the stories where w- women lie. Yeah, believe women. <laughs> it doesn't guys. help. It doesn't help. The <laughs> oh no, I mean, she did lie. She just lied about something else. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. That's different. <laughs> she claimed that Rattenbury was worried about money and asked her to kill him. That's what she said. She said he was worried about money and asked her to get... I mean, I, I don't really get it. But okay. before... before <laughs> she was still the whiskey but... at the time. She got really, They let her bring it to prison. <laughs> yeah. And um, so that's the way that somebody would be willing to be killed. So I need you to kill me and I, I want you to use the bat. No, yeah. use the bat. Yeah, the yeah. way of a gun. Don't stab me. Don't pull out the revolver. No, I would hate to die quickly. Please. <laughs> Be yeah. senseless while I think about yeah. poverty. What? And ensure I mean, it looks like a murder. You guys, we joke, but that is literally what Albus Dumbledore did. <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> he asked Snape to kill him. Sorry if anyone hasn't got there yet. It's true, but he had a wand. 
That was like a- that's true. That's true, and that was that was better than the slow poison from the magic ring. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Continue. Yes. Yeah. Well, well And by the way, Katie, I haven't done Harry Potter yet, so thanks a lot. <laughs> there are no spoilers. Twenty years later, <laughs> those kids are like grown ass people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah so basically before the trial um alma's son managed to talk her out of the statement say retract your statement don't say it so she retracted the statement which meant alma was a kid yeah so he was 14 at this point uh, from the first marriage i believe okay Um, why did they need the ladder around he could have done all of this stuff (laughs) yeah this is this is this is this is it but alma and stoner stood trial and the the trial went to the old bailey um, although this happened in Bournemouth, it was such a sensation. Um, as right. so many of these cases are at the time, you know, it was just, it had everything. This, yeah, this, this, there this. was no Netflix. We have to <laughs> yeah. watch actual murders take place. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they both pleaded not guilty. And Stoner's defence was that he'd been sent mad by cocaine um, and that he'd consumed Plausible. two egg spoonfuls on the night of the question. What's an egg Wait, spoon? Um, a what? Like an, an, a spoon you lift an egg out of water, maybe, or something? I like? guess. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I assume it's the size of an egg cup. It's or similar. Yeah, that's like, what I'm picturing. It's a lot of cocaine, whatever. That's, yeah, whichever, that's a whatever lot of like, yeah. But also, is that like. Because, like, nowadays, it'd be like, well, okay, great, we've got you on drug charges, but, like, was cocaine legal at this point? So it's like, oh, fine, you're free to go, like... But that's uh, a good point. Yeah, that was his defence, was that I was yeah. I was mad. Cause no, it wasn't legal. It, I mean, it wasn't this, legal, was but then, this but... still the time when it was like they were just putting it in the Coca-Cola in America and everyone it was like, here, this be, right? magic elixir is full of cocaine. And it'll yeah, because fix- opium was legal. They would, like, prescribe that, and you could go to... Yeah, opium dems where all these swingers were going. Better like. days, eh? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like live your life. You know what? There's too many people. If you die, great. <laughs> Have a good time. I wish we still used egg spoon as a measure of drugs, though. I just think we should bring that back. Like I bought an egg spoon. I got an egg spoon. I got an egg spoon. I got an egg spoon. Doesn't sound that much more weird than like an Henry or anything. <laughs> I like that rather than ask Google, I was like, I'll just ask that to to the girls. That's fine. Yeah. Don't yeah, I mean, think it's been worth it. We're like we look so clever that we knew when the first World War was. We've slightly. <laughs> That's a great search engine. Instead of asking, we'll just ask drunk girls. <laughs> <laughs> How do I look? Really Fucking amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the trial lasted four days. So one person was found guilty, one person was found not guilty. Uh-oh. Which way do you think it swung? Well, it's hard to say. Did society in 1934 hate women more or poor people? Yeah, because I, in my head, I would have thought that like they would have gone after the woman just because it was much more, you know, she was the one who was married and somehow should have been more responsible yeah. or whatever, like that she sort of took the rap and also made out with everyone <laughs> from Scotland yeah, Yard, apparently. Actually, <laughs> you know, I feel like yeah. they would have gone after her. I do too. And the only thing putting me off that is that she was a hero. But then, you know, we treat our heroes very badly. Yeah, um, yes. particularly so. when they're women. And especially if they're like sexy women who half of Bournemouth is totally bashed. And like free spirits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're punishing her for being a sexually liberated woman. See, I think he goes down. I don't know why. I think it's because you said her son gets involved and she's going to listen to him because 
14 is obviously her age of consent yeah. in all forms. <laughs> and I As think a 14 year old man, he is in charge of the household. So Oh, yeah, yeah. he's the man of the house now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, can she vote? They could vote. She can just yeah. vote. Yeah. 34, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just feel like she'll come to her senses and be like, wait. What, what am I, yeah, what's the point of this? Yeah. Why would I go down for this? Well, what happened is Stoner was found guilty. She was found not guilty. Oh, good. Um, Because she didn't actually kill anybody. (laughs) Well, I mean, there is that as well. I mean, essentially, they were right. But she was, and it's like what you were saying, like she was vilified. She was booed as she left the courthouse Mm. because they saw it as her being this kind of, you know, sexually liberated woman who essentially Get back in your box, woman. You can't have (laughs) sex and enjoy it. And and this has such a tragic ending, I'm afraid, um, as well as beginning Suicide, oh no, is it suicide? Well, yes. um, So he was was sentenced to death. She was released. What do you think Alma did left? Kate has already said it, but... Oh, yeah, she I mean, did? she's totally off herself if everyone in society oh. turned her back on her, too. And yeah. the I love mean, of her she's life being booed. Yeah, this is horrible. I'm mostly worried that somebody's made a movie of this, right? <laughs> oh, my God, is there a movie of this? <laughs> it's such a good story. I mean, yes, it's tragic, but it's a great, great story. Yeah. It's um, just such a sad sad relationship everything about it is tragic like the way it begins is tragic and her life is so tragic and she survived so much that's a really upsetting death for somebody that did all the things she did yeah Yeah. this is a good scene in the film so she the week before he was due to hang she walked to the river avon which is in hampshire stabbed herself six times in the heart whoa and plunged into the water wow i know wow Okay, so I know. she really loved this child. Yeah. Like, yeah. must have had a 12-inch dick. I'm sorry. There's no <laughs> yeah. way. Like, she'd already been married twice before. She She's actually got married dicks. to the old guy. And then it yeah. was this, you know, like, how in love can you be with the handyman? Also, it's like she should have died yeah. in a, like, she should have been cocained and banged to death. Like, right? Like, you know, <laughs> like, fishing. she should have just, like, really gone on a bender and, like, that's how she should go out, not the sort of, like, tragic yeah. Romeo and yeah. Juliet thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was proper tragic. Sad. And the twist of the tragedy is how, do you think Stoner ever actually faced the death penalty? No, no! Oh, no! Literally, he didn't, he never he never died because, he never died, I mean, he's dead he's now, but... He's still alive. That's what I'm wondering. They're so old, they just don't die. <laughs> Actually, weirdly, he died in the year 2000, isn't it? Yeah. Whoa! Isn't that crazy? So he was 83, you know, he, he lived a very, very long life. Fucking hell! <clears throat> um, and it was Whoa. because the case was such a sensation and they'd blamed Alma, 320,000 people signed a petition that he, that he wouldn't be hanged, including the, me- the local mayor and the local MP. Is that they before or it. after she was dead from suicide? I think that it was kind of happening, oh, I don't know, time. to be fair. Yeah, maybe at the same time. Wow. Fucking Which hell, this is so insane. Because they're like, we legitimately can't get you on any crime or kill you, but society will find a way to kill you. You want and want. Yes, yes. But yes. she, the psychology of stabbing yourself compared to any other self-inflicted wound, like that is full on. Yeah, like, like so I forget. much medicine was actual poison at the time. There were so many ways that she could have just poisoned herself, yeah. like, in the bathtub. Like, like, there were ways to do it and not suffer. She just had drugs. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And She, she could have whiskeyed herself to, to death. Yeah. 
She just I mean, that is, she hated herself. Like, that is such an act of self-hatred. Yeah. Wow. But maybe she had post-traumatic stress disorder from the war and it was undiagnosed. She could. There was a lot going going on. People that she saved. Yeah. Um, The other thing that I wonder in this, not to vilify her, you know, it's sort of like, okay, well, how many people can we even get accounts from? So we have the maid, Mm. we have the guy, and we have her. We don't know how she could have been more complicit in this than she ever admitted. Like, I wonder oh, if there's a layer guilt of too. guilt there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There I is don't always know. That. There is always that. Apparently, That's um, interesting. if he died, she would be um, eligible for a forty thousand pound widow's pension. So there was, you know, there was there was stuff that motive. Yeah. Yeah, because this is the thing. I mean, we don't necessarily know exactly what the truth was. She could have just been that, like, "Oh, you know, we need you to fix the oven." And, um, you know, the hose out back and kill my husband. So he only, like, in the end, he only spent seven years in prison um, because he was wow. released to fight in World War II. And then he died aged 83 huh. in the And he survived World War II and got yeah, to be wow. the pimp of Bournemouth walking around just like, <laughs> kill whoever I feel like and yeah. fuck everybody who's left. Yeah. <laughs> I'm George yeah. Stoner. Wow. It's a crazy story, oh that one. God. Like, as, as I was reading it, I was like, this just gets crazier and crazier and crazier. Um, but that's pretty much the end of the wow. story. So I guess here's to Bournemouth. Here's to Bournemouth. <laughs> Cheers, Bournemouth. Cheers, Bournemouth. You messed up, son of a bitch. Underestimated you. Drunk women solving crime. This is a listener crime. So this was sent to us from uh, Fanula in. Um, is that how you pronounce Fanula? F I N U L A. Fanula? I guess so. What a cool name. Yeah, yeah it's really cool now. I, I don't, guess I, so. Otherwise, it's Finula, like Dracula, which I guess <laughs> Finula. maybe the Finula. Right way to go on it. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, is a 25-year-old PhD student living in Ooh. Sydney, Australia. Awesome. And she says, Dear Drunk Women, I was victim of a bizarre burglary that occurred over New Year's Eve of 2017. I was living in a shared house with four other people, including my partner. Three of us had gone away for a few days. On New Year's Day, we received a message from our housemates, a British backpacker, um, asking if anyone was home uh, because he was missing some weed. He wanted to get back home for weed. Could someone let him in? They returned uh, to find the bedroom was in disarray and a knife they didn't own was on the floor. Oh, Oh, shit. She says, once we were all home, we noticed the burglars had taken her piggy bank filled with silver coins, but not a stack of cash on my partner's bedside table. They had laid out all my jewellery and taken nothing, which was insulting. They took a blister block (laughs) band-aid and a single Ferrero Rocher from a pack of six. Okay, this is people they know. This is people they know fucking with them. Yeah, these, yeah, these are stone people who are just like, let's rob yeah. them. But like, in, yeah. Did they want let's... metal at, or like, because they took coins, but not cash. Ooh, yeah. And they were like, none of this jewelry is actually made out of anything. Like, yeah. you know, we all got it. Portobello market. It's like just plastic. <laughs> you know, like, did they want some kind of yeah. actual, you know, it's like when people steal yeah, the they... copper in your house and not like the stuff. Yeah, in it. like they take. Right. Coins. Yeah. And they've been they yeah, also steal it from like um train lines as well, don't they, or something? Like the yeah. you know the wires that go above trains, they have something in it that if you steal it, it's worth something. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't stop there. She said that our f- three acoustic guitars were laid on the floor in the middle of the living room in a row. Did they just um, have a jam session? Like I think <laughs> yeah. it's some of the backpack. 
backpackers that the one British backpacker knows from the hostel. And he's like, I'm going to yeah. go get some weed. And like, before we do that, let's go steal all of his metal and have a jam session with the bongos yeah. that he obviously has there. And yeah. seriously, I think we found the weed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, and apparently they took all our PlayStation games, but not the PlayStation. <laughs> and is, who doesn't have is... a PlayStation? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. um, this is your mates fucking with you, or your I mean, enemies fucking with you. The, the guitar thing feels like something I would do if I were stoned, and I wanted uh-huh. to make it look like they were bodies on the floor. Like that would make sense in my head. I'd be like, "Well, we'll lay the guitars down. <laughs> They're just guitars." <laughs> yeah. And- the the knife like the the like let's bring a knife to a robbery i guess in case you encounter someone but you don't want to yeah. be a, a stoned robber and then become a murderer so like why yeah. Actually, why the yeah. knife and yeah. why leave the knife behind when no That's one was the there the thing actually the knife is a bit of a the, the knife doesn't fit the rest of the pattern of this crime the rest of this crime is adorable yeah and the knife is sinister i don't i think these people were into other drugs because if they were stoners all the ferrero rocher would be gone oh who eats one ferrero rocher like ever right this is very if they are very astute their drugs are hunger suppressants yeah (laughs) if you're a backpacker the knife could have been a complete accident like that falls out of your bag because you've got gear like it might have just been like a little do you know what i mean it's like a little swiss army they're in australia right they were gonna try and do a bit from crocodile dundee (laughs) (laughs) that's That's not not a knife knife. (laughs) (laughs) it's three guitars lined up (laughs) well the twist the twist in this tale they thought it was funny oh is there more there's a little twist that comes oh they say they reported the incident and apparently it transpired that the house next door had been completely cleaned out by robbers the same night and yeah and so they said that the police thought that they had entered their house through a shared unlocked courtyard um and that, that they suspect the sound of the housemate coming home scared them off but it doesn't explain why any of the fucked up the, shit they didn't. Yeah, did, they'd done one, and they were like, "Oh, we can just fuck around in this one." Like, yeah, and like if you've stripped one house, you get that the hell out of there. You don't fuck about with guitars. Like, yeah. priorities. Party next door, do you? This is like a yeah. theater scene. Like, I want to script the conversation of them just being like, "We're so good at burglary. Like, no one's ever going to catch us." Let's play a song. No, actually, I'm a little bit peckish. Let me just have some Ferrero. <laughs> Anybody seen my knife? Oh no! Like, <laughs> yes. I, I mean, feel I, like that solves it. I, I think that conversation that. Um, has solved it. Yeah, one yeah. shitty burglar with a competent one. I went to Home Alone, yeah. which is where I go a lot when it's uh, a burglary yeah, case. Yeah, the wet bandits. You know, like the wet <laughs> bandits. And I feel like one of them was like, can we do it my way this time? Like, fine. It's like, first we Just line everything one. up. Like, yes. pull it all out. Line up the jewelry. Line up the guitars. Line up my knife oh facing my north. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> This is the best explanation. <laughs> yes, now can we do it my way, I think is what happened. <laughs> now, we've never cracked one before, so that's, that's yeah. What does they name something after us, like the Home Alone defense? I guess that's not naming it after us per se, but more the film <laughs> Home Alone. Yeah, but it was like, wait, 
We're always it's looking like, for new well. press. So. That's so great because, like, oh, we did the one next door and that went perfectly. We got everything. Yeah, let's do it your way. Oh, we've just lined <laughs> up the guitars and got nothing. <laughs> but if you line them all up, you can get them out to the truck faster. Trust me, if you get organized, <laughs> yeah. then it goes much more quickly. <laughs> oh my god! If Stoner this is Kevin completely what it is, and this. I picture him with the little PlayStation games, chewing the Rocher like push me. and then they something happens and they have to take off seriously um well on that note i mean that's absolutely solved um yeah yeah done it done it yeah so all it leaves us to do is is say desiree where can people like find you and follow you and we always ask what people are up to which is hard right now because we're all sat in our pants all day but have you got you know have you got stuff coming out what tell us everything so yeah so you can find me at des the ray d-e-s-t-h-e-r-a-y on all the social media that old people use so facebook twitter (laughs) and instagram the other ones I just can't figure out or be bothered, but you know, it'll be a test. Um, uh, yeah, I'm doing, uh, so two things. Um, fat chat is uh, a short series I did with comedy central. That's on the internet and you can check them out. Please oh, check cool. them out. They're really funny. I talked to other fat comics about fat, just fat life. Oh, um, they're brilliant. I've seen quite a few of them. They're amazing. Oh, thank they're you really so funny. much. Yeah. They're they're so, brilliant. so yeah. much fun to do. And yes, I just want to spread them out to the world so you can go on YouTube or Facebook watch or Instagram TV or whatever and find that. Um, and also, if you haven't already binge watched Too Hot to Handle on Netflix, I did the narration on that. So watch it just because oh. it helps me uh, seem cooler and hopefully get more work. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. And the MASH report, too. Yes. Oh, God. There's so many things. Yes, please watch the MASH report. I'm also on it. was on episode three, and I have another one coming up. Basically, go on to iPlayer and watch the MASH report. I am on there. Um, well, thank you very much. Desiree. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.